We um we were up in Evanston this weekend, and they were doing like uh, on Saturday they were doing their like you know trick or treat around the little like town area, the downtown area. And there's like a there's a rock shop in Evanston, which first of all, how does that exist? It's just a sh- store Wait. that sells rocks. Oh. I thought you meant, like, opinions. rock and roll. No, it's just, like, it, they, like... Now, some of it's, like, geodes and decorative stuff, but some of it is also just, like, rocks. Wait, 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 wait. Is it, like, a mystical rock shop, or is it, like, a... I don't know. Okay. I did not spend that much time on it. But the point is, I saw a kid, then where we went to eat lunch, like, had a bag of rocks. <laughs> and was, like, playing with them. And I was like, this rock shop just gave out rocks. That was their... Make believe money. Make believe money. Three fine folks discuss fictional finance. Make believe Welcome to Make Believe Money, the podcast where we talk uh, real-life financial implications of fantastical worlds. I'm one of your hosts, Liz. Uh, my name is Damon. <laughs> my name's Dan, and I want to take a moment to congratulate Liz, because I think you nailed it for the first yeah, time. write that one down. Guys, yeah. I've been practicing it. That's not a lie. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, don't get that wrong again, Liz. I was kind of looking forward to, like, we've botched every time, maybe it'll become a thing, and you I kept waiting for you to botch it, and then you hit it all, and I was like, well, joke is dead. That is in itself Ep- a botch. Episode four is when you should hit it, you know. Comedy right. comes in fours. Comedy comes in fours. Listen, this is the, the first of the rule. second threes, is what we're talking, really. Oh, so you should have gotten oh, it right at brain. the start of the next night of recording. All right, you're done. Yeah, that's right. I, my brain hurts, and cut I do, that out. I do uh, numbers all the time. I like how you guys declare what things are gonna get cut out. Like, <laughs> nope, cut that out. I'm like, that's a legit joke. I'm gonna keep it in. I think it's a good bit. Yeah. So, <laughs> since time's a flat circle, to uh, let the listener know, so we are Liz just gave us our like recording of our first one, and there's like three times I'm like, we'll cut this out, and then things get said, and I was like, oh no, Liz made a good joke. No wonder she kept it in. <laughs> I sound like a dumb dumb. No, but. sometimes some I cut out some of the things where we just were like, well, um, yep, cool. Uh, so 45 minutes of recording. <laughs> yeah, so it was a bit longer. I'm glad that our uh, comedy is a democracy here. <laughs> did, you, did you want... Hey, she's got the skills. She's got the rules. As far as I'm concerned. I'll learn. I'm a podcasting maven is what it is. As far as I'm concerned, <laughs> she's got the skills. She runs the world. Now, all of this might not make it into the podcast. She'll just have We've to We've been going for a while. We have. What are we talking about this weekend? Yeah, Dan. Uh, okay, this week. So we're going to talk about Harry Potter, but we're going to get a little more specific because let me tell you, Harry Potter is a deep well of, no, that's not how that works when it comes to money. <laughs> So specifically, I want to talk about Ollivander and how Ollivander is probably a pretty good wizard, but is a shitty businessman. It's pretty shocking that a woman who was living in poverty and then became the wealthiest person in the world has a weird idea about money. (laughs) Well, there's a bunch of recordings of her being like, yeah, no, I don't pay much attention to that, so it's probably just wrong. Be cool with it. Yeah. But we're not going to Just don't look at that. Yeah. It'll be fine. But, yeah, that's not what we do here. We take things very seriously so that uh, you can understand 
what the full implication... I'm sorry, I lost the train of thought because my cat <laughs> just jumped at the top of my refrigerator. Uh, that's because we did not introduce our fourth co-host, Doorknob. <laughs> Doorknob. You may or may not hear him throughout this podcast and every other podcast. He's well, not going to get That's where that. he lives. He's <laughs> All right. But yeah, so we're specifically going to talk about Ollivander's wand shop and just, no, it doesn't, It no, it doesn't work. Oh, man. Okay. Um, do we want to go around and talk our familiarity with the thing? That's yeah. where we usually start. Yeah. Yeah, I'm putting it on you, Liz. On me? Um, oh, also include your house if you've been sorted. Oh, if you've been sorted. Okay. This is okay. a complicated Deal. story from me. Oh, you know, mostly because you know the right I'm a cheater. It's you because right it's like oh, I drank the you, fizzy lifting drink. And you tried to get out of Hufflepuff, didn't you? Listen, or I wasn't in Hufflepuff first, and then they changed. Okay, look, I'm gonna start with how familiar <laughs> okay, I am. Okay, deal. Um, I have read the books all the way through one time. I've never gone back to read them again, except for the various times that my friends and I get together and read them out loud to each other. Which like that sounds awesome. It is really great. Um, I shout out to Meredith for organizing those parties because it's great. If you're listening, email us at makebelievemoneypodcast <laughs> at gmail.com. For real, she's gonna retweet us one time and we're gonna be like top of the charts. She's a star. Oh, is she kid? one of those people? She's, yeah, she was a... from the very Potter musical. Oh right. Yeah. I remember this friend. I've met her. Yeah, she's yeah. real cool. Doorknob, get down. <laughs> It's like on the if you can be on the ceiling, the cat's on the ceiling. Um, uh, but my familiarity with it, I'd say, uh, I'd say I read all the books all the way through once. I've okay. seen all the movies, most of them in theaters, at least once. Okay. Um, I've read all the like auxiliary books. Yeah. Off the edges of it, and I, I, I guess I'm pretty familiar. I must say I'm a six though because like Harry Potter goes deep. And yeah. I used to be like really into it when I was in middle school because everybody was, and I was like on an internet role playing game of it. That's pretty solid. It was pretty I'll, cool. That goes pretty deep. I'll give you that. It does. But since then, a lot has faded. And all right, here's the story of my Pottermore house. The first time that I got sorted, I was a Gryffindor, and I was like, that's cool. And then I didn't do anything with Pottermore for forever, and someone was like, they've updated Pottermore, you gotta go back in and get resorted. And I was like, sounds great. And I did it thinking like, maybe I'll get a Ravenclaw this time. And got a Hufflepuff. <laughs> and uh, it kind of changed my worldview about myself. <laughs> um, I think that like, probably if I deserve to be in a house, it's Hufflepuff. Like, I can't think of a more Hufflepuff person than me. But I was really proud about being a Gryffindor. And the last time, I took it again. I drank the fizzy lifting drinks and cheated and made a new email address so I could try it again just before a Harry Potter reading night. And I got sorted into Gryffindor again. But the very last question it asked me was flip a coin. So I think the other side of that coin was Hufflepuff. No, but I think you win, though, because that's the whole thing with the sorting hat, right? It's like if you're on the border, you get to choose. Or but it didn't let me choose. choose no matter what. It made me flip a coin. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, it's shaking me to my core. That's because we don't have a sentient hat to do. <laughs> we don't have a hat. <laughs> the house. coin is the closest we get. <laughs> um, so officially speaking, most recently I am a Gryffindor, but in my heart of hearts, I'm probably more of a Hufflepuff. Fair. And That's, you said six and I'm is a your six, out of six is your rating. All right. Yeah, Damon. Um, going relative to your six, as I've. Um, Read all the books just once, though, as they were released, and then um, seen all the films in theaters, and then when they're on. Um, I read a bunch of supplementary material, like the, you know, like the, what's the thing that just got turned into a movie? Fantastic uh, Beasts. Uh, Fantastic Beasts, yeah. Yeah, like I have all of that, like, you know, uh, 
like expanded universe stuff as right. it was coming out as a kid. I don't think that Quidditch book would make a good movie. No, I still feel like this is like entry fee for being in our generation, though. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it feels real nerdy, but then I'm like, oh, I'm such the tip of the iceberg. But I just feel like... were almost 30, and we were children when this was happening. Oh, yeah. oh, I was 11 when the first book me came too. out. I was waiting yeah. for my That mother. doesn't give you a complex, let me tell you that. <laughs> Shoot. But that's the thing, is, like, I have a lot of friends who are just a skosh older than me, and they're all like, I don't know, I saw some of the movies. And, like, I have a lot of friends who are a teeny bit younger than me who are just as, like, this was important to me, but I was like... But they didn't do the, like, midnight release party things. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We all wound up doing... That was a cultural movement. But anyway, your rating. For yes. books. Imagine For that. books, right? Um, I always got to read them first in my house because I was the fastest reader. Oh, so I would yeah. be, like, done by the next day at, like, noon. So that, like, my sister wanted to read them first, but because my parents knew I'd be done sooner... They let me do it first so that, like, it was done the fastest as a family unit. Nice. You should have just torn off the chapters as you went along. Oh, and my God. <laughs> just scratch out some words. Uh, like, redact it like redact military it. records. <laughs> Did you mean, like, hand off the no, chapters? Like, yeah, like a, like, a, like a relay race. Oh, yeah. I get it. I like the idea cruel. of just, like, he who must not be named is actually redacted. myself like yeah about a six maybe a 6.5 here's the thing i've read the books like four times that's that's more than a six um and here's where it is with the movies i lived with our good friend aj all of us know aj (laughs) who has a harry potter tattoo and like i know how deep this goes and there was not really a moment that I lived with him that there wasn't a Harry Potter movie on. (laughs) So I've actively sat down and watched all of them, of course, and probably multiple times, but I've seen them all probably a half a dozen times, just because, like, AJ the person, like, play any part of any soundtrack from any movie, and he will know where in the movie it is. Wow, that's commitment. Which is why I, like, can't go that high, because I, like, I I don't have the tattoo, I don't have, like, I Um, know it goes deep. But, you know, I've done The Cursed Child and Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Him, so, like, I feel like I'm pretty abreast, but I just am not willing to, like, commit to... AJ was thinking about flying to London for Cursed Child. I was not on that level. Yeah. So... Oof. I mean, it seemed like a good idea at the time. I was like, oh, man, I could maybe make that work. And then I checked all the prices, and I was like, I don't love anything that much. (laughs) (laughs) David on his deathbed? Nah. (laughs) Well, that... I love you that much, probably. (laughs) I don't know if we've talked about the fact that you guys are engaged, but surprise, listeners. Mazel tov. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was actually hoping that that would just be like a slow burn, and then like, oh well, no, it's fine. Like, we'll cut this out. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but like episode like fifty, like we just like make some passing reference to like our wedding or something. Yeah, we're just and, like that happened. Yeah, yeah, we're taking a week off because we were all there. Oh, by the by, we were all there. <laughs> Another podcast that I really like. Jay and Miles explain the X Men. Um, like it was like episode like fifteen before you figure out they were married. Huh. Like I like that, that was very much. something they had to like answer in like a like a like mid season Q and A. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
So yeah, I'm going to go 6.5, I think, and probably we'll bring AJ on as some sort of get, guest when we do... I don't oh, know. Yeah. I have I have like three or four other Harry Potter ideals rattling around because there's there's a wealth. You Plus, there's great. seven books. So. Yeah. yeah. And we got an extra mic. AJ, come on our show. <laughs> AJ, if you're interested in still listening, email us. At... Is, is how you prove if you're a good friend. <laughs> um. Okay. So oh, your house. Yes. What's your oh house? right. So, I am a Gryffindor. I have a little bit of a story about it. Good. I like love these things, but I don't actually care about me and, like, my house, and, but... Dan. I'm sorry. Care about yourself, buddy. Well, you know... You're a great guy. Well, that's patently untrue. (laughs) Um, but anyway, I was, like, with a group of people who were all doing it, and I was, like, the only one who got Gryffindor, and everybody was disappointed that they didn't, and I was, like, I mean, it's fine, and I was, like, but you got Gryffindor! I'm, like, yeah... I honestly feel more like a Ravenclaw, but okay. And then, like, everybody was kind of pissy that I got the thing they wanted in a way that I was like, I don't want to. I don't want to not care, but I also don't care. So sorry. If I was gonna sort you though, I'd probably put you in Gryffindor. I think. What do you think, Damon? Uh, that would be the two that I would be split between. I mean, remember, Probably. we're doing a podcast about money and fantasy Yeah, worlds. but, like, I you're mean, that really... that feels pretty Ravenclaw. I don't know, you're, like, yeah. a gregarious guy, and, like, you you do adventurous things, and you care about your friends a whole lot. I don't know, those are, like, Gryffindor things. Yeah. That was the nicest thing. Anyway. I... Boy, this feels... <laughs> you no, just let's make this the new podcast. Just talk nice things about Just say about nice Dan. things about Dan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I had a job where the, like, personality exam, like, true colors was, like, a big thing, mm. which is basically... It's the same exam as getting sorted out of Pottermore. Ultimately, it's just like right. houses are different. And you don't get like a fun, um, uh, which is basically the yeah, same thing the as humors and like. Right. You have too much bile, <laughs> <laughs> so you're in Gryffindor. So, um, uh, but like gold, I think is the one that like corresponds with like Gryffindor the most. And yeah. Like you're a hundred percent like in gold. You can look that up. You're a gold I'm friend. Gonna, I'm not gonna like well shot explain what that means for. Like, whatever company makes money off of True Colors. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah what was I'll leave it in the show notes. Uh, I think I had, like, a vole or... No, somebody else I knew had a vole. I had, like, an otter or something like that. Oh, That's oh. Hermione's. Oh, yeah! It's been too long for mine. I wouldn't maybe need to redo it. I probably... I mean, I did, like, right when it came out, so I haven't done the, like, redo Right. You did. It's been, like, what, seven years? I was in college, so, yeah, it's been yeah. a minute. Yeah. I had a fox. I remember hey, that's I made a pretty lot solid. of jokes about being foxy, and my wife was like, this is not funny. And I was like, no. <laughs> I know when I'm not funny. I just enjoy it for me. Uh, so, Ollivander. Yeah, that's, our, that's Ollivander. our thing. Okay, so, for those of you not familiar with Harry Potter, which is no one. Um, <laughs> I apologize for the last, like, 15 minutes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, like, skip this one, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah maybe try again next week. Pick up on the you like. Uh, Ollivander obviously is the owner of the wand shop on Diagon Alley, and he sells the wands presumably to all of the UK. I've never heard of another wand maker. Well, that's not true, oh, because that's there's right, the other one that, like, Durmstrung buys all their wands from, oh. because he's See, the one who's on the trail of the Elder Wand. You should be maybe more, of a, more than a 6.5. Oh, I don't know, though, because I can't remember the name of that wand master, and there are people out there who are screaming it into their headphones. So, <laughs> I think well, this, this one goes phone. all the way up to 11, is the thing. The scale. I wonder if there's something yeah. to do about Spinal Tap. Not important right now. <laughs> right, that but, yeah, we'll do that later. <laughs> um, okay. So... 
Here's what we know kind of going into it. Ollivander sells all the wands to the indeterminate number of children that are wizards in the UK. They don't really do a good job telling you. Based on the movie, looks like maybe like, you know, I don't know, 200-ish kids maybe a year. So not a big, like, class every year, You're going, year, like, you by the, like, freshman class of... Right. Okay. Yeah, and I'm just I'm eyeballing it. Because yeah. they don't, like, they talk about, like, 10 kids in Gryffindor. So yeah. presumably yeah. there's more than that. But, like, yeah, when they that's about in all the, they talk the about. the hall, when, like, McGonagall's showing them around, it's, like, a small crowd of kids. Right. I was always thrown off because, like, their dorm... They always said there were, like, five beds in, like, the room that Harry and Ron slept in. Yeah. And the other three kids were, like, the only three other Gryffindor guys that you ever hear about. Yeah, apparently, right. so like, like, the other dorm is way on the other side of the yeah. castle or so something. Like, and, right. like, those Gryffindors are, like, who knows anything about them? I don't know. It's like, also, this castle's a dang death trap, so it's not like you're going to make a trip over to see somebody on the other side of it unless you have really good <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Like, the stairs disappear and the ghosts drop shit on me. I'm good here. I'm fine. I'm, I'm staying in bed. Chocolate frog. Yeah. It's cool. Plus, I can do magic. I have limitless entertainment. <laughs> so, we're ballparking at like 200, which I don't think is out of sorts because that means that there's like. Is it 200 per class? Right, and there's seven classes. So that's 1,400 wizards at Hogwarts at, to- at, at a time. Yeah. Yeah. And I like, think that sounds good. You know, I'm not going to do all the math of how many have graduated or whatever. But like, that seems like a, a small percent, very, very small percent of the UK population, but sustainable. Yeah, and like, we've talked before that like the. I mean, the wizarding world is definitely a lot smaller than, like, the non-wizarding, the muggle world. Well, yeah, since Diagon Alley is the only place anyone buys anything. It would have to be. Which we'll talk about. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so around 200 kids. Yeah, which really has nothing to do with anything. But the point is... Just to know. Ollivander sells the kids all their wands, and presumably he has some amount of business doing, like... Repairs? Yeah, or selling new wands. They talk about, like, not really being able to repair a wand, but you get a new one. Yeah, Ron gets a new one. Yeah. But Ron never really had one. That's the thing. Yeah. Which we're also going to talk about. That seems like a rude thing to do in a world where, like, your wand has to match you. Like... And it's, like, the most important thing that you will ever own. Also, in a community where scarcity is literally impossible, how do you have a family that's living in poverty? (laughs) Yeah, right. again, just make I don't want to get too deep down because right. there's so many things, but yeah, I want to have an episode about the Weasleys because how are you poor when you can conjure things? Man, I mean, guys. You try raising seven kids, Dan. Like, but you can conjure things. <laughs> you just make the food. Which we'll have the same question someday about like replicators in Star Trek and what that would mean. Oh, but that's, that's exciting. Write all of these down. Okay, so here's the thing we know. Harry buys his wand for seven galleons. And in general... J.K. Rowling has come out and said seven galleons is about standard for a wand. Okay. There's three cores that Ollivander uses. Phoenix tail, uh, dragon heartstring, and unicorn hair. We only know the price of one of those. But Slughorn, I think in the sixth book, don't at me if I'm off by a book, <laughs> says that unicorn hair goes for ten galleons a strand. Oh, that's not great. So we know Ollivander is selling every single wand at a loss. But, like, is, like, a phoenix tail feather hella cheap? Well, admittedly, his are gifted. Oh. From, but she says that's, Jay Rowling said it's standard seven galleons across all of them. So unless every unicorn tail and dragon heartstring and phoenix 
Like, if his supplies are all free. Yeah, if everything was free, it makes sense. But there's no way, right? I feel like you don't give dragon heartstrings willingly, right? Like, is that... By the way, that is... That is by far the most gruesome one when you really think through it. Like, Like, you pluck a tail. You pluck a tail, you can pluck a hair... Cut the dragon yeah, open. That and dragon somebody <laughs> killed. Like no doubt about it. There's a dragon farm somewhere that people are like raising just to kill them and oh, take yeah. their hearts. Oh yeah, I bet like her adult Hermione peed as the crap out of that. Like, oh you gotta imagine right? so. Yeah. Oh, she become doesn't she become like minister or something? Do you think they just like stop making dragon heart string wands eventually? Unless they're I mean, willingly given by suicidal dragons. Yeah, I was gonna say. Because I mean, Hermione puts her mind to something. It it, it stops. Happens, yeah. So like. Based on how much that uh, the wizarding world doesn't want to be found, and based on how obvious dragons must be, oh, man. I'm guessing that they are like constantly teetering on the like the edge of extinction anyway. It sort of feels but like dragons are like like a invasive, like a crappy invasive species. Based on how Hagrid hangs out with Norbert, that like everybody's like this dragon is the worst, <laughs> and like. Are they like weird pigeons that like poop all over everything and are like flame? They're flames, so they're like a dangerous pigeon, and no one likes them and would rather get rid of them. Well, that's like the one Weasley's job is to yeah, like he's Wrangler. Yeah. yeah, but they can't go totally extinct in theory because Dumbledore is like famed for figuring out the seven uses of dragon's blood. So like they're useful. What they do? I mean, I get why dragons would be upset. Like, I'm just saying, are dragons the cows of the wizarding world? Like, they seem, like, really aggressive and fiery and everything else, but, like, they use their blood, they use their heartstrings. In theory, if they were out and about, people would see them all over the place. So I think they just keep them in pens. I think that's the only place you still have dragons. That's really sad. The only thing that comes to mind is, and I'm having a a terrible... No, free-range dragons, admittedly. Free-range dragons. I'm having a terrible time, like sourcing this in my head, but there is some mythology where dragons have two hearts, I think. I'm uh, the movie Dragonheart? Is that it? Yeah. <laughs> they well, give their go. heart... That was it, like, the top They give of, their, like, like, heart the to a list. human, and the human takes care of their heart for them, and, like... Well, in the like Harry Potter world, they're, they're doing a bad job because yeah. they're stringing like, it. Here, let me give you my heart. You and I are best friends. I'm so glad I'm not... No! And, like, they skin the heart right in front of him, and he just bursts into flames. Is that really what happens? No. Oh, I was like, holy shit. Dragonheart is a heartwarming, mo- heartwarming movie. Dragonheart 2 uh, stars the older brother from Malcolm in the Middle, <laughs> who I had a real big crush on. So I liked Dragonheart 2 a lot better than Dragonheart 1. Just so you know. Okay. I liked <laughs> The Princess and Neverending Story 3, so that was my favorite. I get that. Yeah, yeah. It's like the worst the worst movie, but the best like, right. crush. And it was like my era. But anyway, so <laughs> we know he's losing three... Galleons there, right? Mm-hmm. Then there's the wood, which presumably is fairly cheap because bulk wood is not that expensive. But you're only allowed to use magical wood. They talk about that, right. so he's got to go out and find the magical wood. Right, because mm-hmm. presumably he's doing this by himself because he's not. can't hire anybody to go do that. And then there's overhead, which again, like we talked about, he's in Diagon Alley, which is like the primo real estate vis-a-vis the Wizarding World. So. Oh yeah. And then when you talk about overhead, right, so overhead, for anybody who's not familiar with a business, is like paying the bills that don't directly relate to the product, but just happen, right? Heating and cooling and, um, you know, your packaging and all that stuff that's kind of just like part of it that you don't, salaries are kind of different, but like that sort of stuff. So those happen every year, right? So you add those onto the price every year, and we know Voldemort 
is born in 1926, and he gets his wand at 11, so in theory at 1937, mm -hmm. right? Harry gets his wand in 1991, and they had the same tail, so it had to be donated at the same time in theory. So his wand has been sitting there for 54 years. So he has that product just sitting on the shelf for years after year after year and after nobody year. Nobody picked up that wand. Uh, well, again, the wand has to pick you, oh, right? right? But I like, mean, but the point is that's still taking up shelf space and like everything else. Like it's costing him money the longer it sits there, and it sits there for 54 years. Now it's a phoenix feather. That's true. I guess he could give the feather. I was gonna say later. Being in that phoenixes are immortal, like. But but phoenixes only give one feather, and this one's special because it gives two. So not only am I thinking about how like that that phoenix feather thing did happen at the same time, and I would imagine he'd probably put it in a wand right away just to keep it from going bad. Also, <laughs> if the first wand your phoenix gives the feather for is Voldemort's wand. You think you'd give another feather? You'd be like, I, I kind of feel like we are one and done here. We, we did a bad job. I bet the, I bet the Phoenix was like, ooh, 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 my bad. I'm going to give another one. Let's try this again. <laughs> oh, see, I think it's, I, I thought it was Dumbledore's decision since it's his Phoenix, and he looks oh, at it yeah. and he goes, yeah, no, one's good. But we, also that makes me think if they only give one feather apiece, how many freaking Phoenixes are in this world? Well, I don't think that they only give one feather apiece. Or maybe this particular This Phoenix. one only gave two. It's talked about very specifically uh, it only gave two. In but fact, not I think normally. they kind of implied that most of them give maybe more. Okay. Um, I thought that it was the other way Which talk about a renewable resource. Right. Pluck them dry. Kill them. Snap their <laughs> neck. <laughs> They burst into flames and there you go. That was a lot of animal yeah, rights man, problems. Apparently. Uh, to your point about not uh, not like snapping the twin to Voldemort's wand is like um, I'm not getting the impression that Ollivander keeps very good records on this stuff. No, yeah. Like, Which you'd think he would because you're basically selling kids guns. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they do a bunch of other things. Don't get me wrong. But like, I mean, so do guns. Like, guns no, they don't. A gun could be a hammer, like. Okay. But okay. Here's the thing. No, about that's hammer like. With a gun. I get it, like for knives. Yeah, knives can be dangerous, but they also have a bunch of other purposes. Sure. Guns, guns. No. Guns are guns. No, wands again have a lot of other purposes, but you definitely would think, like, you know, the whole car, like you have to have a parent in it, and you can't have more than like three other people in it or whatever when you first get your license. Yeah. You would think wands would have, like, a, you're only allowed to use it around your parents for the first, well, like, they're, they're four months. they're not allowed or... to use it unless they're at Hogwarts, right? Like, they get in trouble. True. And they get, like, magically cited, like, uh, citations. Cited. cited. Thank you. Yeah, but I mean, like, which I've never really, unless there was this massive, like, freshman course that they didn't cover in the books where it was, like, this is how you stop from just doing magic accidentally always, which apparently is well, how we figure like, out who to invite to this yeah, place. Yeah, they have to be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I overruled you there, and I should not have. But you had a good fucking point. Um, well, yeah, like you can tell it just kind of happens. It's puberty. But no, there isn't. Like, they have to be even tempered as hell because every time Harry gets mad, like, unintentional magic happens. So you give a bunch of middle schoolers, guns, and then be like, no, have an even temperament, because that's what middle schoolers yeah. are known Chill for. Out, like, teen. everybody be cool. No reason to be angsty. <laughs> Here you go, 13-year-old boy. So yeah, about your feelings? I, yeah, with that girl rejection, I'm sure you'll have a very even-keeled reaction. Oh my god, how did... 
Every student at Hogwarts is like gonna get murdered by another student at Hogwarts. That like that like you know ball, the winter ball or whatever, has to just freaking be like a war zone. Yeah, they gotta like lock. Would you like to dance? Actually, no. Yeah, that's. There's a reason why like those three curses are not allowed. You don't need those to kill, though. You really don't. Yeah. You could just, like, do it's a lot of other stuff. Really, if you get... Cre- it's all about thinking creatively. I mean, as soon <laughs> as you know how to learn how to levitate things, that's it. You're lethal. Smacking into yeah. the wall a couple of I times. I mean, what is a guillotine but a l- elevated blade? I mean... <laughs> Dang, okay. Really depends on what you're echoing. I mean, I know I said that wrong. People Accio? Are so- Accio. Accio, thank you. And as soon as you were... I saw Accio- the panic of, like, someone's gonna at me so hard! <laughs> Fight us. Fight <laughs> but as soon as you do that, like, uh, if... Whatever you're doing it with is adequately like pointy and far enough away. <laughs> yeah, why don't you miss? stand there and I'll stand on this side and I'll summon the knife. Right. What could possibly go Yeah, does that spell know to like wait it until must you know can to, touch it? Well no, it also must know to like avoid things. Because Harry like summons something from inside a castle. So it oh, must yeah, know to like avoid walls corner. and stuff, yeah, right? Otherwise, true. all you would see is like the bad video <laughs> game like break where it's just like Something bumping against the wall repeatedly. Like, <laughs> Harry's sitting there in class, like, Ron, did you shut the door of our room again? God damn it! He just like scoots along the edge of the wall. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay, so Ollivander. So that's all I really have to say is that he's selling his stuff at a huge discount. The only thing I can think is that it's government subsidized, which we're, oh, gonna, have a, we're gonna have a whole episode about the Ministry of Magic and how that doesn't work. But if it's Government subsidized. Why can't Ron get a new one? Right. Especially like that would be scaled to the poverty like of your family, family right? A family in need. All right. Yeah. This the governmental that, system. Now it's just lazy. It's right? like it's just like mean. Well, it's like you're the sixth kid. Like, do you need a wand? Oh yeah. Just, like the so Weasleys like, are just too busy. Did, why did he get the hand me? Did everybody get a hand me down, or did they like buy new wands for everybody when they got to him? Were like. Well, we're plumb out of money. You get Uncle well, yeah. Merle's well, or whatever. Well, because they all need to have their own wand eventually. Yeah, maybe that was the rule. Is like when someone gets a new wand, they all get passed down. They all get moved down. It's like so. Our wands like the cell phones of real life in the Weasley family. Like, yeah. all right, we all want to get on the same upgrade schedule. So sorry, you're getting the hand me down until our contracts up. Dang, that's why like Bill doesn't hang out much anymore. What? That doesn't make any sense. He got on his own plan. Yeah, and he's, he's like, I'm out. Sorry guys, you're not on my top five. <laughs> <laughs> Ron's wand doesn't break until like the third book, though. Right. That's and what I'm saying. It's just like James taped already... together gently the whole way through. Well, no, it's not taped together until he breaks it. Later. Oh, but you're still, right. it's still like his great somebody's wand for the first like three books or something. So, But Ginny does get her own wand first. She's the only girl. She probably had to get a lot of her own things. Probably got a job. Saved up for it. Yeah. She's responsible. Yeah, that's the other thing. I have no idea. Could you just like work a summer job and get seven galleons? That is a thing, isn't it? Because like, if you're a family in poverty, how do you get out of it if you can't get a job unless you're a graduated adult? Yeah, because there's no way there's a wizarding job that's like, no, we want somebody who can't cast spells. Could you just... We'd like someone to stock shelves manually. 
Filch is the only one. And at that point, can you be like, hey, Filch, maybe you'd be happier in the world where, like, magic isn't a thing. Because you've got, like, yeah, he could be a fucking savant yeah. in something Filch in the bubble world. He's so smart. Except he doesn't know math or, like, well, any other, like, real world But that's subject. a good thing. That, like, when he turned 11 and they were like, oh, he can't do magic, they should have been like, I don't know. Let's take him to a muggle school. I don't know. If you're 11 and you've already skipped the first, like, seven years of, like, primary It'll school. It'll be remedial. Yeah, that's not going to be great. <laughs> It'll well, be remedial. But I mean, do they really No. They must learn the basics that, like, even wizards learn math sometimes. I, I mean, they do, but, like, homeschooled? Because you don't start school until you're 11. Is there, like, wizarding primary Not school? Not that I'm aware of, but they yeah. they should have one. Right? Yeah. Like, a practical one. Just for, like, socialization. Do you like, imagine if these, like, 10-year-old yeah, wizards are learning, system. like, trigonometry and, like, because they get all their, like, regular stuff out I think they way. might be, though, because, like, there's no way Dumbledore was, like... I am incredibly magically potent, and four plus seven is. I don't know. I got magic to do it. <laughs> yeah. I get magic to put the money well, in a pile. With this many and this many equals this many. Twi- that's why they're all like 75 billion points to Gryffindor. <laughs> you <laughs> know what that means? Points don't matter. <laughs> it's whose line? It's whose line. Probably like Arthur, Arthur was a like, prime example of like the complete ignorance of the muggle world. Oh, that's yeah. true. Because he's like, supposed to be, like, studying it. Yeah, he's, like, obsessed with it, and he doesn't know how stuff works. Like, yeah, how do you... Okay, if you're struggling with the muggle world, engine. and he was, like, he couldn't figure out money, I'm like, that's pretty much day one. Like... In the books, they're also confused about clothes. Like... Yeah, you wear clothes? Pants, like... Can't you just cast a spell that makes you dress like somebody else you've seen on the street? Can you just point at a muggle and be like duplicate their clothes also, on me like they're all like it's not stunted. like it's an exclusive race of people like there are muggle-born wizards like all the time who are, yeah like, not just a malfoy's just you to call think. up hermione and be like hermione i'm about to go to a, a opera what do i wear as a muggle this, this, like, and this? i don't know cool, I, my parents are dentists <laughs> well that's fair yeah, dentists make good money they do make good money but yeah so like for example not to oh go overly long but in fred and george's jokes shop a screaming yo-yo is five galleons. So, if a wand is Wait a seven... Minute. What? How are people making money? Yeah, I don't know. But the point is, if a wand is seven, Like, if that's a joke gift, and it's five galleons, presumably you could get a summer job, Ron, and just buy yourself a new wand yeah, if you wanted that much. Yeah, it seems like it's cheap. Have you met Ron? Well... <laughs> yeah, I don't think anyone would hire him. <laughs> because they do talk about all of them go home for the summer, and, like, nobody... Does a damn thing. Yeah, they sit around they and write on, letters to each other. They went on vacation once. Yeah, right? like, they like won a contest. Well, no, they went to visit his brother. Yes. No, but they also go to Egypt once because they win like a contest. Isn't where Egypt where Charlie is? Oh, maybe it's both. But I know they won a contest to a. Didn't they go I to know the, that like the Wizard World Cup because of? That was his work connections. He got oh, tickets to their work. Yeah. Right. Okay. But you do vacations very affordably, as shown by that thing. You just go to a campground, and you get a tent that's bigger on the inside than the outside. And you feel great. And you could just magic one of those up, because apparently... We kind of have to do a whole episode on, like... I mean, there's a deep, deep well to dig I was going to say, this whole episode yeah, is like I was talking about other episodes. I, I'm still... We're not going to get into it now, because I want to save it, but why do they pay owls? So that's they coming up soon. They do pay owls. Anyway. Who's getting oh. their money? <laughs> My question is about occupation, because, like, you either work for the government... You work for the school, which I have a theory that is the government. Stay with me on He's that. He's making a very significant but, face. Um, <laughs> he looks like the rock. <laughs> but, uh, like, there's only six or seven other jobs that yeah, are, like, There's, outlined. like, historians. 
and like journalists and dragon wranglers and shop owners and death eaters yeah that's about it oh death eaters is that a job or like a hobby passion project passion project (laughs) like a social i just really hate muggles (laughs) you guys um by the way if you work at hogwarts are you a so you live on campus, right? Because they're all always there, even in emergency. So they clearly live on campus because you can't apparate into there. And how'd they get the word out anyway? But none of them are married. So are you just, like, not allowed to get married if you're a Hogwarts teacher? Is it like a convent? No. I think it's kind of like, I think it's kind of like being an RA. Where, like, you had but you're coverage like 50. nights. But they're right, always so like, all there. They're always all there, but I think that, like, I think a lot One of them... person sounds the alarm or something? Well, I think a lot of them live in Hogsmeade. Like, like their home is in Hogsmeade. How do boarding where, school like, teachers in the muggle world work? Like, you mean our, our world? world? <laughs> I don't in know that world. it's the muggle world. I just world. wanted to stick around in the podcast theme. <laughs> Play with me. Um, Play with me. But, yeah, that's my, like, I think... That's so, my theory is that, like, they, like, their spouse would live in Hogsmeade. Gotcha. Which, like... Honestly, but, like, a lot of the people we meet, no. Because if that's the case, though, there's no way that they, like, were, like, for the Battle of Hogwarts, that McGonagall got up, like, kissed her husband on the cheek and was like, yeah, I'm gonna go fight Voldemort. Uh, I'll either be home for dinner or super dead. You but feel here. free to not come with me. Well, that's why I think it's, like, an RA thing where it's, like, you have, like, on time and off time. And, like, McGonagall's different because she leads a house. And I think, like... That yeah, is. so does basically nine-tenths of the teachers we There's four homes, okay? There's four houses. Yeah, there's, a lot of teachers. there's like three teachers that don't lead a house. <laughs> the school is like woefully understaffed. I don't understand how their school schedules work unless everybody's uh, got a time tournament. Let's, we'll take like a beat-by-beat beat rundown of the house leaders and we can uh, all shame their like social lives <laughs> to the point where like, <laughs> I think it's pretty explanatory why, uh, uh, oh, who was the herbology teacher? Sprout. 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 Yeah, like, which, by the way, did, did he, like, a, is that his nickname, or... She's a woman. Sorry, sorry. Professor Sprout's a dude. Yeah. Wait, no, who am I oh, thinking of? uh, Fluick, or whatever yes, the Charms one is. Yeah, yes. he's a dude. Yeah, I was thinking in my head, but the point Sprout is, and Warwick Davis being a rather short man. Rude. <laughs> rude. But it doesn't change the fact of, how, if your name's Sprout, do you just get in the job for the pun? Oh man, I bet it's like uh, old timey names like Cooper. Like you just made barrels as a family thing, and like they just haven't moved past that yet because they don't have technology. Yeah. So, but what I'm saying is like every other, no other like professor does that. So do you think he goes into a staff room and they're like, "Hey, Professor Warwick," and he's like, "I go by Sprout," and they're like, "Or she, sorry," and they're like, "Yeah, all right, okay, cool, buddy. whatever you want to do." <laughs> I don't know, Dan. You try raising a a kid and writing a best selling novel. See. <laughs> See where you start falling in. And I won't, and I'd fail. That's what this whole podcast was about. We know when you apply logic to it, it completely falls apart into little dust particles in your hands. Jake Ray Rowling, we love you, and we love this creation. So we're only, we only make fun because we love. But like, that doesn't hold up. (laughs) Yeah, but the ten and seven whole, like ten gallons for a hair, seven for a wine, it just, it doesn't hold up. Yeah, we're only fighting about this because we love it, so... I think, that I think that's solid. That's a yeah. good end of their podcast. Thanks for joining us for Make Believe Money. Um, I'm Liz. I'm David. I'm Dan. Uh, that's all of us. Thanks to Charlie Miller for our podcast. You can check out uh, her music. Uh, I'll remember her website later and leave it in the show notes. 
Um, she's got a new album out called Cabriolet, and it's pretty great. You should check it out. Um, any other thanks anybody want to say? Thanks for being here with thanks, me, guys. Thanks, guys. Thanks. It's been a nice time. I'm going to stick with you Cool. I asked and answered. Fuck us. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Bye.